Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to another episode of Album for the Day with John E. and Jay. As we bring you season 13 of Album for the Day, we come to you after one year of episodes... We did not have an episode on June the 30th of last year, but mm-hmm. every other day we did. So, uh, yeah, I just, uh, I think that we've, we've definitely got a hold of something and knowledge is power. And uh, I have filled my cup this year. <laughs> so we're bringing you uh, a second edition of uh, what we consider our Choice cuts, greatest hits, uh, our favorite episodes after one year. After the entire year, going back and looking at everything that we've done, it was really kind of cool um, learning about a lot of different genres of music, people I wouldn't normally listen to, um, albums I wouldn't normally listen to, you know, and it, it, it was just, it was really cool to go through that list. It was and, an easy way to step outside the box a mm-hmm. little bit. Yeah. And uh, I... I really enjoyed uh, every every episode, man. Yeah. Won't say I enjoyed every album. I, I think we established not. that. <laughs> I definitely did not. But these are, again, not necessarily what we would consider the greatest albums that we covered in a year, but our favorite episodes. So enjoy. And June the 9th, we're revisiting our 300th episode mm-hmm. where... On March the 28th, we covered the High Fidelity soundtrack. And love that movie. Oh, yeah. Love everything about that movie. Um, I mean, it's a record store, for God's sake. Yeah, what would be... What would... John Cusack, Jack Black. I mean, yep. Yes, I'm in. I don't hear anything I don't think is going to work. Throw Lisa Bonet in, Robin Wright. And one of the greatest soundtracks ever. I mean, any if you make a movie about a record store and don't have a killer soundtrack, you just made a horrible movie. That's a fact. That's a fact. And and, and because their, everybody that lists, likes records won't come see it. And with their lists in the movie, if you don't have a soundtrack that's challenging of like things you haven't really heard, but you're like, whoa, who is that? And the stuff in there, I mean. It, High Fidelity is almost kind of like our album for the day experience where, you know, you never know what you're going to learn the next day you show up to a job that you don't get paid for. Mm. Um, Mm -hmm. I I don't pay them. They just keep showing up. (laughs) (laughs) Put that back. Your daughter does not want you are the sunshine of my life. No, no one Do you even know your daughter? (laughs) You should go. (laughs) Album for the day for March 28th is High Fidelity, Music from the Motion Picture. Today we celebrate our 300th episode. 300! We are an army. (laughs) This was released on March 28th, today, of 2000. So it turns 22 today. 
and we turned 300. Ooh, I like it's that. It's only fair. I like that. That's nice. Um, I This is a personal favorite of mine. I actually, indeed, oh, used man. to work for a record store called Top 5 Records. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, I love the premise of the movie and how they do everything in like lists and how like everything relates to music through these things and people in the record store talk about how they compare things to music, how they go through and say, all right, what are your, you know, top five opening tracks of an album or that kind of thing. And And dude, I would say that this, that this movie screenplay book Whatever. I would say that it gave record store employees like a bad name because it makes them appear snobby. But there's nothing false about that. So <laughs> I'm not going to apologize for that. Why uh, else would you work in a record store unless you, you were a little snobby and or music. selective your with your music? Yeah, that's true. So um, that's true. I, I feel like this is very organically authentic to that i love some of the deep cuts that they have on this uh soundtrack i love that it's kind of indie rock but it's very like earthy there's also some classic stuff in here yeah um but apparently um they they all got together and listened to two thousand songs out of which they picked 70 song cues. Okay. So there were 70 things out of all that that are used in the movie. Wow. Uh, the soundtrack has 15. And they're fantastic. I mean... Again, the ones that are on here, awesome. Yeah, you got the Kinks, Velvet, Double Velvet and Underground. You've got... So I want to point out that not only is Bob Dylan on here, mm, yeah. but so is John Wesley Harding, which, which interestingly I, enough is a Bob Dylan album. I sat there when, when I first started looking at this, and I immediately was like, John Wesley Harding? Did they mean the album? Because uh-uh. I, I thought that the song by Bob Dylan most of the time was off of John Wesley Harding. And it was one of those things, and I think when I read it, my brain just went to that exact place that you just said, because it, the song is clearly from much later Dylan than John Wesley Harding. John Wesley Harding, Dylan was still fairly young, you know, and um, the uh, 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 most of the time comes off the album Oh Mercy, which is a little bit later it's like mid 80s i think maybe early 90s bob dylan and it's he has that oh and most of the time and it, he's kind of already established himself as that like grovelly kind of old the old man's getting crotchety exactly i get that i think that uh you know you know there's there's little known stuff like you're gonna miss me by the 13th floor elevators yeah um we're familiar with a collection uh, that came out a number of years ago called Nuggets. Nuggets. Mm-hmm. And it's all little, like, one one song people. It's got stuff like this and mm-hmm. Blue Cheer and... Oh, all um, the psychedelic stuff. Strawberry from the, Alarm yeah, Clock. Yeah, from, like, the 60s through the mid-70s kind of stuff. And it's all awesome stuff. The electric Ex- prunes. Exactly like that. Uh, all of that stuff, so... I like that that was the choice for number one yeah. uh, on the on the soundtrack. And then they kind of dig through there. You never see anybody use love mm. 
That's true. The band, not the not feeling. The emotion. It's, it's more than a feeling. It's also a band. Mm-hmm. Um, there is no Boston on here, by the way. Um, the Dry the Rain by the Beta Band, that's a great pivotal scene in the movie yep. where Rob says that he's going to increase sales on the new Beta Band uh, and turns it on in the store and people start asking about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it's brilliant, the power of suggestion mm-hmm. and you mm-hmm. know knowing something's good and knowing that if you don't put it in front of somebody, they mm-hmm. may never experience it. Yeah. And that's kind of the magic of the record store thing. But the two guys that work there, too, they're just like they're a part of it. And, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to say that, you know, it's a Hall of Fame performance. However, Let's Get It On by Barry Jive and the Uptown Five. (laughs) Um, Otherwise known as Jack Black. That is Jack Black performing (laughs) uh, with his little band, not Tenacious D, but uh, Uh performing with a band in the movie. And I got to say, man, for, uh, I mean, I guess he's really not and wasn't at the time an amateur. Like, he was well, making money doing that. But he was also that. in character. It wasn't like Jack Black performing. That's true. It was Jack Black performing as Barry. a character. You know, and so it's like this, it's so different than what a Jack Black performance would be because Jack Black is not only a very talented musician, he's also a very talented actor and a very talented comedian. And he's bringing a performance of comedy performance of who, what this character would perform as. And it, he knocks it out of the park as the character, not necessarily as what he would do personally. You know, it's like, it's great. It's fantastic. And like, it, it, it so suits everything in this movie and what they're, yeah, it's, it's, it's great. I loved it. It's one of my favorite parts of the movie. Um, I also, I've got to say that this was my introduction to uh, the Stevie Wonder song. I believe when I fall in love, it will be forever. Yeah. Um, that is easily my favorite Stevie Wonder song now. Wow. Um, That's awesome. This is, it's, it's so deep, man. It's so deep. It's got, it's got the peaks and the valleys. It's got it all. It's got a huge parenthetical in the title. Like mm-hmm. it's got everything that says <laughs> this is going to be a big hit, man. Yep. yep. And I like that it was always something like not on the greatest hits albums. It's You're right. It's. It's, a song that it, everybody knows or has heard, mm-hmm. but it's never one of the ones that's thrust into the forefront. That you're like, oh, that's the Stevie Wonder song. That's the one mm-hmm. for Stevie Wonder. And I think that's what this album and this movie were both kind of all about, was finding the tracks underneath the ba- the big top layer to make this indie kind of movie, an indie rock Soundtrack. Show you who the real heroes are. Exactly. Like if we'd have come in with, and no offense to any of these people, but you know, if they'd have come in with, you know, the Strokes and yeah. ACDC and like all of this hugely mainstream yeah. stuff, it wouldn't have had the same impact yeah. as. Because that was the point of the movie was finding those diamonds in the rough. This isn't Tower Records. This is yeah. Top Five Records. Exactly. And um, you know, it's it's the way that. It was meant to be. Yeah. Yeah. Great, uh, great movie. Uh, and you'll definitely get into the 
uh, give me your top five game after watching this movie because it is a fun game to play. Even if you don't know much about music, even just doing top five lists, it's a good game to play. Uh, but yeah. Uh, Side note, Jay likes to roast people for their top fives. <laughs> Often. <laughs> it's a trap. Don't walk through don't. the door. Top five traps. Go. (laughs) Elmer Fudd. (laughs) All right. March 28th, episode 300, uh, album for the day. Uh, Yeah, we've got uh, High Fidelity. Uh, Be sure to give us a follow, subscribe wherever you listen to us. And uh, follow us on Twitter at album the number four of the day. Feel free to email us with any requests at album the number four of the day at gmail.com. Thanks for listening for th- to 300 episodes. We'll see you tomorrow. Let's get it on. Ooh. Let's love sugar. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. After starting the podcast, you can search for the album, use the three dots, and hit Add to Queue. Now the album will start as soon as the episode ends. Woohoo!